Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics. We had a wild week five. Of course, I'm alongside Bud and we're going to break it down for you. It was a great week. It was a fun week. It was a fun week. It was, it was injuries. It was entertainment. It was everything. It had a little bit. It had a little soap opera drama. And we got to see Alex Smith come back. That's always fun coming back, especially from a Niners fan. We also got to see a little bit of the devastating side. That, that was brutal. But I, yeah, I want to go back nasty. to the Alex Smith. Yeah, let's go. Quick. Let's hear it. Come on. The guy almost lost his leg. It, I think we need to discuss He almost died he, because he, of his leg. There, there was dangerous infection and then they were talking about amputating his leg uh-huh and mm-hmm. then now he's playing in an nfl game not that great but it doesn't matter from going there to there that that's amazing it, it definitely it really was is. it was it was it was fun to see and the my only my only concern and my only like regret out of all those things were was you wish he was on the niners no not really oh no, are you no, sure no. I'm, I'm pretty glad he's still oh, okay. not on the jimmy niners G, jim, oh better than jimmy g yeah, or worse he, than, he, did he play better than jimmy g or worse than jimmy g he played better no did he, he get no, benched he or worse. did he just get no we'll see they didn't have a backup after him so i mean it's like he was so kind of forced to be in yeah he couldn't get benched but i'm pretty sure he came in for the guy who got benched right well, no, so now, no, because so, so, Kyle Allen got hurt. He went into concussion protocol. No, his shoulder. It was actually his shoulder. It's the same thing. It's, it's not the same. Thing. <laughs> you're you're dodging the question. Okay. Is Jimmy G garbage, and would Alex Smith be backing him up and actually taking over his job? No, if he was no, there? that's that's. I'm pretty sure, Jimmy. Hear me out, guys. Jimmy G got okay. pulled, right? Yes. Okay, I just want yes or no answers. Yes. Here. Alex Smith went in for someone who got pulled. Yes. Okay, so you see the correlation there. I see the correlation, okay, but it's like apples to oranges page. right now. I am right. Awesome. Great talk. I love it. Congratulations. Uh, I mean, of course, we also saw one. It was great <laughs> because he, he got sacked a couple of times. Everybody got worried a little bit, but then he popped right up. My like thing is they kept showing the wife. And her anxiety and panic attacks while she's, it was all happening. She's probably losing her mind. Oh my! And absolutely. And the worst part is, is like she's having a panic attack, and meanwhile, her three three kids don't know what's going on. One of them's eating a snack. The other one's trying to figure out why everybody's looking at him, and uh, and then she, hers just throwing it. Wouldn't that be you? I would I would have thrown up like peace sign, and been like, <laughs> "Can you bring me another Snickers? Like, let, if you're gonna stare at me, get me some snacks." I was waiting for the snacks to pop out, but luckily they did not. Uh, I mean, it, luckily it, they did not. Well, I mean, it you don't want the child to have snacks. I mean, I want the snacks. Not Are the you child. against children? Yes. Oh my goodness. I want the snacks. Screw the child. No. It's a good point. Yes. Unfortunately, he had to go against Aaron Donald, got sacked seven times. But a, Understandable. A, a, if, if you can come away with one thing, his leg is fine. Yeah. I mean, he was in the game. He finished the game. He finished it. He didn't uh, do very good, unfortunately. That defense matter. just swarmed him. It absolutely does not matter. But there is one thing that matters is how does this affect Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin? Ooh, that is a good point. Is it concerning? A, a little bit. I think it drops him down a little bit, but I'm, I'm not that majorly concerned about it. He's still going to get massive amount of targets. I mean, he still had seven targets. Hopefully Alex Smith does not get sacked seven to eight times a game. Yeah, the is offensive it, line the, let him it, down. It, it's, it, 
it is Aaron Donald, so I'm not going to read too too much into it, but it was a little concerning. Yeah. Uh, Riviera. Riverboat. Riviera. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He did say once Josh Allen is healthy, he will be the starting quarterback. But, of course, until then, Alex Smith is going to be the guy. On the other side of the division, Dak Prescott had a fun gruesome injury i i'm very lucky that i just happened to turn away from the tv that moment where it happened i saw it it was brutal it was i've actually seen that live you've seen it live i've seen that live in a game how that that i was playing how how did you deal with that it was brutal it's nasty it looked nasty it's nasty for, for sure but it looked bad on tv in general obviously he is out for the season. Yeah, he did have a surgery, and he has a six- to nine-month recovery time, yep. of course, out for the year. Hopefully, he'll be back next year. Of course, he was on a contract year, and mm-hmm. he has guaranteed his $33.9 million. Good for him. That he, uh, that he uh, earned or signed due to his I mean, uh, franchise tag. Would you get hurt like that for $33 million? I would. I would, there's a I lot would of sign pain. me up. There's a lot of things I'd Run do for my 30. foot over, dude. <laughs> Bring a semi over here. Let's figure it out. Oh, there's a lot of things I would do for $33.9 million. All right. Really? Uh, breaking oh. a leg is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a leg, but sure. So, so I do want to mention this because a lot of people are going to be concerned in Dynasty. Kenyon Drake did have this same injury almost exactly at Alabama his junior year. And Kenyon Drake, I think, is still horrible. And Chase Edmonds is the better back in that backfield. Fair enough. But he is a running back that came back from that. So that's a good sign for Dak long term. He'll be fine. I, yes. I have no concern. The only the only concern I have is now how does Andy Dalton facilitate the ball on offense? I mean he Dak had a huge connection with C D Lamb. Oh absolutely and, and, and before he got injured, Amari Cooper had zero targets, mm-hmm. zero yards, and it had a, a donut dropped. I'm I'm not I'm not concerned about that. Because okay. this is Amari Cooper just chopping it up right here. Okay, so this does. is what he does. He, he does it on a daily. He's magic man. This is what happens on a regular basis. What we talked to him about when he was on the Raiders and when he went to Dallas. He does this a lot. He has big games and they magically disappear. This year, he just been way more consistent than usual, and he disappeared this time. Yes. Yeah. And when Andy Dalton comes in. Or when he did come in, he targeted Amari Cooper a handful of times, ended up getting a couple catches. And, of course, C.D. Lamb did not see any of those targets and catches. Michael Gallup eclipsed him in the yards and targets. Of course, Michael Gallup had his two insane catches across the sideline to give him this game-winning field goal. So, I mean, I think think that wide receiver court has got to hit a reset button right there. Okay. I think now... Everybody is an unknown, and you're just going to have to see who Andy Dalton likes and how comfortable he feels throwing through the wide receivers. Of course, we're just gonna still, we're still going to rank him like normal, Mari Cooper, Gallup, C.D. Lamb. But, of course, Zeke is still primary one on uh, primary one concern on that offense. But I, th- I think we're going to have to go back to normal and see what happens. Should I hit that headlines button? Hit it. All right. NFL Headlines. So Dalvin Cook's MRI, he went out Sunday night football for uh, after the second half, came in for one play, re-aggravated his groin, and then uh, missed the majority and ma- uh, rest of the game. Uh, he had an MRI, and they said he avoided any major injury and is now considered week-to-week. We're going to have to monitor his practice schedule, see if he gets any limited sessions, see if he sits out, and then most likely going to be a questionable. Yeah, I mean, that's a great sign. Uh, Dalvin Cook 
has been injury plagued uh, a lot, right? Yes. So, I mean, it looked very concerning. The good news is after the next week, they have a bye. I think he'll miss his next game. Okay. Which is understandable. They'll have the bye for him to rest, and then he will be back. So, you'll only technically be missing him for one game, which is a lot better than you thought it was going to be when he got off the field. Whenever somebody grabs the groin hamstring, you you definitely think big soft tissue issue, right? big soft tissue injury, and he's going to be missing some time. So whenever it comes out this light, you definitely are very happy with the result. Uh, of course, Sammy Watkins is on the other side of the soft tissue injury. He's going to be missing a few weeks. And that offense had a dramatic change from when he was on the field and when he was off the field. Who did they play? They played the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, how did it go? Uh, they actually, so they made history for Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Pa- this is Patrick Mahomes' first time losing by more than eight points. You're welcome. That was, it's a little wild. It was, a, it was an interesting game. It was a, it was an interesting uh, high scoring game. It was not fun. expected. I did not. No, Derek did Carr not. played great. It was a phenomenal it, game. It was Derek a really good, ga- really good game overall to just watch in general. Kansas City Chiefs did not play bad either. I would like to mention no, that. No, they did they, not. They played well. Uh, it's unfortunate about Sammy Watkins. He has had soft tissue injuries in the past. It's This isn't really a surprise mm-hmm. to say. Uh, he was already a low-end flex at this point. I mean, yeah. he was definitely startable. I don't blame you if you were to start him, considering he is on the highest-powered offense in football right now. Right now, uh, Michael Hardman is probably going to presumably take his place. So he may have fantasy relevance up to this point. I'd still be wary and not uh, not want to do that. But, of course, we talked about Dak and his injury. Now, Christian McCaffrey. He's going to be testing his ankle out this week in practice and see how it holds up. Of course, he is eligible to come off of IR this week. But a beat reporter has said, a Carolina beat reporter has Mm -hmm. said that he is a long shot to play this week. I mean, it's understandable. He is a running back. He loves to do cuts. That's what he does. We'll wait and see. If you have Mike Davis, (laughs) just... Feed him, right him, I mean, feed him right now. Feed him right now. Mike Davis it. is producing on a phenomenal level. His PPR points are magnificent. He's scoring touchdowns just like McCaffrey was. Uh, it's almost as if you haven't noticed that there was a running back change other than the name. Honestly, honestly, you probably didn't. You, you really uh, didn't. At points-wise, I, I don't think you did. It makes you wonder why you pay running backs. I mean, or is that another topic for another time? I think that's another topic for another. We should do we should do a little episode on that. We should we need to do a. Great we debate. we discuss this on a regular basis. We do we do. So I think we'll do that. We're gonna Definitely. have to do it. Yeah. We're gonna have to do a RB debate topic. Uh, but Michael Thomas he injured he had a high ankle sprain week one and he is still not back. Of course he is suspended <laughs> from the Saints Chargers game that is currently going on right now as we speak as we watch. Uh, what was that? Jackson take a, what is that, a 50-yard run up the middle? It looked like about a 30-yard run. And uh, then uh, another big play to Keenan Allen. Allen with the score. Nice. Mm-hmm. You'd like to see that little possession catch, body blocking off the sideline. Congratulations. Herbert good. Her- Herbert, Herbert looks, looks good. pretty good. Yeah, Looks absolutely. pretty good right now. I like yeah, to quarterback see quarterback guru, what do, you, what do you think on Herbert so far? I mean, we talked about him in the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. of course, before he got drafted. Mm-hmm. I know you were... I was concerned you were about against, him. You were I was ve- I was very concerned about him because if you look at him in Oregon, he he just he looked like he he didn't know what he was doing half the time. But he looks great. And you see who caught that ball? Keenan Allen, my boy. My boy, Keenan Allen. I really like Keenan I Allen. I love Keenan Allen. A lot of people were down on him. Loved him. Uh, it's a great start for them so far. And yeah. Justin Jackson. Hopefully, you picked him up. 
big play for him. We'll, uh, we'll see how that Badgley goes. Michael Badgley missed the PAT. Congratulations to him. <laughs> so talented. So, talented. Uh, so, so, so cool to watch. Now, uh, back to us being on topic. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Falcons. Falcons. Falcons firing Dan Quinn and GM. That's what we we're going to next. Yeah, we we're going to so, that. Okay, so yes. GM and Dan Mike. Quinn, GM, or Dan Quinn, head coach, and then GM Thomas Dimitrov. Uh, it, I don't want to say it was a long time coming. I feel like there was a lot of holes and a lot of question marks across. But the, the, the issue is, is Dan Quinn is a defensive-minded head coach. Yeah. And the defense was horrible for the past four years, which doesn't necessarily make any sense. I mean, the offense was carrying them year in and year out, and that's got to change at some point and some time. A lot of draft picks have not worked out, uh, and now we're up to this point where I, they got fired. I mean, come on. It, it, the defense was atrocious for a very long time. The GM made a lot of bad decisions. I am a little surprised that they fired the GM in the middle of the season. Like, not even the middle of the season. That that's, doesn't usually that's happen. Kind of, that's kind of a shocker, yes. right? Yes. Other than Bill O'Brien, because he was both. Um, but it is a little bit of a surprise for me on that end. And now there's another head coach gone, and it is still not Adam Gase. I don't understand. They looked horrible again. It it surprises me. It, did you see LeBell's tweets? He's been liking tweets of him saying he wants to be traded. And why are you not using me in the back? First of all, Lev Bell, let's, let's get into Lev a little bit here. Oh, boy. Because, I mean, if you watch that game, you looked slow. He looked- you, you looked slow trying to get around the corner. I was making a sandwich, got back to my couch before you turned that corner. He looked slow. He did not look like the Lev Bell of the old. He was never a speedster. He was always a one-cut, jump-cut, fall-forward, pick-up seven yards, do it again over when and over. When I can go and make myself a sandwich okay. that I toast the bread so it adds extra time, okay? Just, just making sure you understand here. I'm balling. And then I walk back, turn the TV on, sit on the couch, and he's still making that. He, I mean, that's, that, that's probably like two minutes. Yes, it could be one. He doesn't want to be on the Jets. Could be two. He's starting to get the, up there in age, which is no excuse because Frank Gore is doing better than you. Who's Frank Gore? Uh, the best running back of all time ever to play, ever to live, is still playing in the Can game. Can he be a quarterback? Because it looks like the Niners need one. I w- I'd be open to the idea. I bet you he could huck the ball. Uh, he's too small. You don't think he can throw the ball? Define it's Frank it. Gore. Are you are you are you saying Frank Gore can't be a quarterback? He's a, he's a master visionary. He could probably see the whole field. Yep. The question is, is can he huck the ball? He can huck the ball. All right, I'm taking your word for it. <laughs> All right. So, so we want to go over the games real fast before we go into our waiver wires. Let's do it. Let's do so, it. of course, there's a lot that happened, a lot to go over. Of course, we discussed Dak Prescott and his retributions. We didn't. We didn't really get into like Andy Dalton. Is he a viable streamer? What are What are we looking at on Andy Dalton's end? And then, I know we went into the wide receivers a little bit, but I kind of want to get into it a little bit more. So, Andy Dalton went nine for eleven. 111 yards. It's yep. not bad, but it wasn't great. It was a lot of little dump off, a lot of screen passes, and then, of course, two passes to Michael Gallup that made up 60 yards of that drive. So I do want to say it has a little asterisk to it, but Andy Dalton is inheriting a very good offense, very good running back, very good wide receivers, very good uh, offensive line. So, I mean, he is in a position to succeed. So I do want to remind everyone, Andy Dalton was a top five fantasy quarterback at one point. He just was. Just so everyone remembers, he on was. a – Horrible Bengals team. 
he had some talent. He had AJ Green. He did. You know, he he had a little bit here and there, but there is a potential. I'm not saying it's likely, but there is potential that he shows up and he plays well. And he likes to throw a deep ball. He's they're going to be throwing that ball. He likes that, to throw it. That defense is horrible. Horrible. And it's going to be horrible. They're going to have to throw the ball. I think they use Zeke a lot more, but I could see Andy Dalton being a viable streamer at least. I'm not going to do it anywhere near okay. in the future. Okay. I mean, he's going to have to he's show, it show you probably more okay. than one game. One game, I'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. all right, that's good. Two games, I'm comfortable with it. Uh, Dynasty wise, I couldn't imagine picking mm-hmm. him up. No, I mean, if you have Dak and you need someone and it's like a super flex league or something like that, yeah, pick you him gotta up. You got to do I, it. I mean, you obviously have to do that, especially if it's 10 team league. I mean, you, or 12 team league, you, you got to do it. But keep an eye on Andy Dalton. I think there could be some surprises here. Yeah, don't sleep on the red rocket or the red rifle on the other side of the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Freeman had a pretty good game. We we had a listener talk to us and ask us a question. Lev Bell or Devontae Freeman? What what was my answer there? We said Devontae Freeman. We said Devontae Freeman, and guess what? It worked out. Doubled his points from Lev Bell to Freeman. And that's just how at least I feel about Lev Bell right now. I, th- I think it's more Devontae Freeman being a really? whole lot better. Okay. I mean, right now he's on a much better offense. Uh, the offensive line, I mean, albeit it's not a much better offense. He's on a little bit of a better offensive line. That uh, wide receiving core is definitely a whole lot better on the Giants' side. I definitely trust Daniel Jones a lot more than whoever is on the quarterback for the Jets. Uh, I mean, it, it's a great matchup as well. Matchup, well, weak division. Yeah. So he's consistently going to have much better uh, matchups than left bell so I, it, it, there is a lot of things a lot of reasons I'm not saying Devontae Freeman is better than left bell the situation around him is just a whole lot better Gase is a concern Gase, I think that's the, a bi- that, that was a big it, factor it starts from the end. coaching staff and then of course to the personnel now Darius Slayton had a monster game for 129 yards yep. uh, he's going to consistently stay a wide receiver three to high end flex in my opinion but moving on I want to I want to discuss the oh. the, the oh. Raiders and the Chiefs because Derek Carr is making it a case for wanting to be at least a viable streamer at this point. I mean, Kansas City defense is not bad. This let's, let's the, make that clear. This was the first game of the year where they allowed over twenty points and, and they doubled it. And you know who was there playing, stretching the field? Henry Ruggs. And I I, I keep saying it over and over. It changes everything. It really does. And Henry Ruggs. Two catches, 118 yards, and touchdown, right? Yes. Okay, so just stretching the field, making them look good. Carr was actually throwing the ball down the field and threw some dimes. He threw some great passes. There was a third and 19 where he stepped up into the pocket, threw a laser across the field. They even had Patrick Mahomes going, wow. It, It was great. And, I mean, Josh Jacobs, they are going to be able to run the ball. They are of the biggest front in the offensive line, mm. in the league. They are going to run the ball. It, great signs. Even Devontae Pooker had a, uh, what is that, a 54-yard run? I believe it was. I mean, the offensive line looks good. They look like they're committed to running the ball. looks like they got a good weapons on the outside. Of course, uh, Darren Waller is going to get his. He had his own touchdown. Uh, very solid game from the Las Vegas Raiders. A lot of brights, brightness in that future. Now, the Seattle Seahawks uh, barely kind of inched one out against the Vikings. We saw DK Metcalf 
have to pull out two touchdowns. So surprisingly, DK Metcalf had one target inside the red zone. Mm -hmm. So this was his first game having multiple targets in the red zone. Of course, typically he had his big games. He's big been balling. Yeah, He's and been balling. Russell Wilson feels super confident with him. Uh, Lockett did not really do anything. Yeah, which is a surprise. It made me win my fantasy week. So I, I, I'm, I'm sure you were very happy about that. Now, happy. and now only the Seahawks and only Russell Wilson on a fourth and ten will throw a 40 yard pass down yeah. the field on a one on one prayer. Of course, DK Metcalf, you kind of expect him to out jump, outrun anybody on the field, but I can't imagine you ever thinking that is a good idea. So I I heard a comp the other day, okay. and I want to hear what you have to say, the Niner fan. Okay. Do you know okay. where this is going? I have a feeling. DK but, uh, Metcalf. Okay. They say he's a better version of Terrell Owens and a bigger version of T.O. I was going to say you were going to – I thought you were going to say he's a version of Megatron, and I was going to be like, okay, that's – You can consider it. I think he's more T.O.-esque. T.O.-esque? In my opinion. But what do you think? So the hands. Mm-hmm. Comparable. Yeah. Because sometimes they just drop the yeah. easiest passes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they have brick for hands. So, I mean, Metcalf is bigger, okay, faster probably, yeah, and would, stronger. Would Metcalf do sit-ups in his front yard? I could see it. I and could see him doing it. Would there be more news people no, there? No, 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 no. There no, wouldn't be no, more no, news no. people. There wouldn't be news. Okay. So He's not big enough for that yet. Okay. So yeah, he needs to relax. Yeah, he needs to relax. Okay. okay. Yeah. Close enough. Now, Thielen had, I believe, two touchdowns, massive game on himself. Davin Cook was cooking. Until he got injured, but of course... Until he was cooked. Yeah, until he was cooked. There you go. He was cook was cooking until he was cooked. I like that one. Now, Alexander Madison also had 100 yards and 20 carries to go with it. So, I mean, of course, if Dalvin Cook does not play, Alexander Madison is a must-play running back. Of course, he is not owned in very many leagues, and we will discuss him later in the waiver wire period. But, I mean, I think the Vikings... We're, I don't know. I don't know if you want to say underwhelming, but I expected a little bit more out of them this game. They played good the first half. They played very good the first half. Second half, they looked like a disaster. Or the Seahawks played horrible, and then they got on their game. But, I mean, when Russell Wilson gets sacked four times and only has 40 yards in the first half, you got to give some credit to the defense as well. Yeah, it, it was very surprising to see that. Now, the, the Seahawks are very momentum-based. Where if it's going good, oh, it's going great. But when it rains, it pours. Now, onto the Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles, which, in my opinion, was the biggest surprise of how Absolutely. well they played against a tough Steelers defense. I think it just goes to show how good Carson Wentz is as a quarterback. No weapons, no help. Zach Ertz is getting triple teamed wherever he goes. And he, and all of a sudden, now we got a new receiver in Travis Folsom, or Full Gam, that we have to worry about. You didn't do bad on that name. I'm That's, proud of you. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. You know, practice, it. practice. And uh, Alshon Jeffrey probably is going to be back next week. He was out this week with a sickness. Mm-hmm. So po- hopefully that will give him some sort of help. But that offensive line is horrible. Now, of course, he just said Alshon. What about Deshaun Jackson? He should be back soon? Uh, I don't think he's going to be back next week, maybe the week after. Um, but Alshon should be back. So are you considering them as rentals right now? Whichever receiver is Right now, there. I mean, if... Alshon is on the waiver where I think you pick him up and you hold him on your bench. See what that offense does. See what his role is there. Don't get too excited. His role might be non-existent, but they do need weapons. There's a potential for at least a red zone threat there. We'll have to wait and see, though. Now, Chase Ca- Chase Claypool on the other side of the Ooh. football, 6-4 wide out, had 110 yards, four touchdowns. 
total. I mean, he, he, he was a monster. Of course, this all came when Deontay Johnson left the field with his back injury. So yeah. uh, are you concerned that once Deontay Johnson comes back, Chase Claypool becomes not necessarily irrelevant, but not fantasy viable? I'm concerned when he comes back and Juju starts to get pushed back a little by, little, by little even more, which is a concern for me. So right now, but I, go ahead. I love Juju. I think he's very good and very talented. But Deontay Johnson has been playing very well. He has. And if he's out, both of them are viable options. But once all three of them come back, that volume for Juju, I think, slowly dissipates a little by little. I'm not saying he's disappearing, but his upside lowers. Yeah, uh, Juju, I mean, while he's a great receiver, I feel like that's it. I think we've seen the best that is to come from him once Antonio Brown left the team. Now, of course, Miles Sanders had a 74-yard run, still finished with 80 rushing yards total. I feel like it saved him. It saved him. I mean, we, we last week we discussed that you should be ready to be disappointed from Miles Sanders. You would have been. If uh, he didn't break one, so congratulations to himself on there. Yep. Now, the Colts look like an absolute dumpster fire. Congratulations. T.Y. Hilton picked up a nice 69 yards. <laughs> I mean, nine receptions, 10 targets. Yeah, sorry, six receptions on 10 oh, targets. Six receptions yes. on 10 targets. So I'm you were so, saved I'm if so, it was PPR. I'm so sorry. If you're in PPR, you at least almost got 10. That offense looks horrible. Philip Rivers is not a good quarterback. They need to figure something out there. They just do not look good. I don't want to say people overhyped uh, Jonathan Taylor, but I feel underwhelmed by him so far. I think it is also you got to look that that pass offense has not been very good. No, it has. So not. it's it's going to be hard to give him a little bit more room. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely underwhelmed on. There was so much hype on Jonathan Taylor, but you do need some sort of scheme to it. You need a little help, and you need to be able to pass the ball a little bit, stretch that field to give him not eight man in the box every time mm-hmm. and yeah. ty is not doing anything for him, and they really don't have any other options at that point that is 100 percent true and on the other side of the football odell and jarvis did not eclipse 90 yards which is a little disappointing but i mean when you're running the ball and playing great defense right miles garrett is having a huge season so Absolutely. far cream hunt he's getting his of course without nick chubb there he's also going to be in the must start category now the los angeles rams uh they dominated the washington football team yeah. there's was, was no question about that jared goff was stretching the field robert woods cooper cup they all ate the storyline in this not only alex smith but i mean for the rams is going to be the running back scenario daryl henderson entered the game every single time they were in the red zone uh, I think that is a little surprising. I, typically, you want to beef up a little bit. I expected Malcolm Brown to be that red zone guy, but it has been the opposite uh, with uh, Cam Akers being the uh, left out player in that scenario so far. Yeah, I, I still don't feel comfortable with any of them. I do not either. To be honest, and if you can trade Daryl Henderson, I would trade him. It just depends on what you can get for him. But I would be trying to make a move on any of those wide or running backs. Now there's still a run first team. They got to give somebody the ball. If Daryl Henderson is getting 10, 15 in between their targets, their rushes a game. I feel like he, that he owns, he has fantasy viableness. Uh, yeah, definitely. But I think you can get a better option and I don't feel comfortable with him long term. So I would be trying to make a move to try to get someone who's more stable. At this point, you're holding glorified 
backups, low end flexes to basically handcuffs at this point, just making it just, just in case somebody does get injured because once of them does and it stops being a trio trio and becomes a duo, then you have uh, a little bit more to cook with. Yeah. Now there was an absolute beat down from the Ravens to the Bengals. Not much to go over other than the fact that if you had the Ravens defense, you probably won your week. Joey Burrow definitely needs some help on the outside uh, in the inside, if you want to talk interior alignment, line. Joe Mixon had 30 touches total, 24 carries. He had a handful of receptions. Uh, if if you notice, Giovanni Bernard was kind of phased out a little more and a little more the last two games, yes. which is a good sign for Joe Mixon long-term this season. But you do have to consider that O-line does not look any better. And they just look weak all around yeah. right now. And AJ Green, he has his own injury to deal with. T. Higgins is the only bright spot right now for oh, yeah. me. He's looking good. He's playing good. He's basically took on the AJ Green role, which Eight is nice targets to see per game almost exactly, which is very nice to see on the Ravens side. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a relatively disappointing game. He had about 16 fantasy points himself. Uh, now the running back scenarios, you're just getting pranked at this point by the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. At this point, if you start one, uh, I feel like you're just going to be immensely disappointed. They pretty much know who you're going to start, so they just don't play that person. Yeah, they, they kind of have like a, a, a little stat sheet. Oh, seventy percent, seventy percent started this player. Are they oh, the new Patriots? Ooh, they yes. just mix it up. Yeah, they mix it up. They mix it up, yeah. and they don't care about you. Yeah, that's not one hundred percent fair. Now another beatdown of the Miami Dolphins against the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan, Ryan. So this I, was weird. This I was, was weird. Not expecting this, and I was very irritated because I played Preston Williams. Yes. Against Preston Williams. I love Preston Williams. I have him in Dynasty League. I think he's very talented wide receiver. But I'm, I was expecting more from from that defense. So the Niners currently have cornerback uh, five, cornerback six playing outside, outside, on the outside. And they just got beat. They, I, I had no idea who they were. Me watching the game myself, they were they were just off the street corners. And I, I just want to say at one point it was third and ten in the red zone. And all they had to do was not get beat deep over the top, and they would have, you know, came out with a field goal. Is that where Preston Williams scored that touchdown? No, it was Devontae Parker's mm-hmm. fade route to the sideline, where mm-hmm. the where I don't know what his name is was Allen. Uh, we were making we were making jokes before the game, like, oh, see, that's a good Josh Allen. <laughs> Clearly, he was not. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, it, he got beat deep on the twenty yard line third and goal it was embarrassing to see uh, i think this is an outlier game for the dolphins but the only good thing to take away is that mike is uh, not mike Gusecki, sorry one he had a massive game in himself but the running back scenario for the uh dolphins yeah uh, what's his name now? gaskin gaskin there we go gaskin is the guy he is the guy jordan howard was a healthy, healthy scratch, scratch. so yeah. i mean that is something to keep a and then out. uh i i do want to touch just on the Niners running backs real quick. Yes. Um, Jarek McKinnon did nothing. He was absolutely irrelevant. irrelevant. Mostert is the guy. Um, Hopefully you didn't make a move and trade. Uh, But yeah, McKinnon is useless. I think when Tevin Coleman comes back in, I think McKinnon is even going to go even lower. I think this game was a little off, but I have no interest in McKinnon. Yeah, Raheem Mostert, he yeah. played 70% of the snaps, and then the Niners' other three running backs played the rest of the 30. It wasn't just McKinnon. Uh, you even saw the undrafted free agent get some playing time. So, I mean, uh, the Houston Texans, after firing the GM and head coach, of course. J.J. Watt said they actually had fun. 
they had i mean it, it was a fantastic game by the houston texans you saw that offense roll you saw brandon cooks get on rolling after a lot of people dropped him you'd be very surprised to see how uh, his percentage of rostered uh played and yahoo league so that's going to completely change after this week yeah jacksonville jaguars they were definitely disappointing considering how weak the Texans defense has been especially against the run uh, you saw you saw James Robinson field a uh, field the direct snap where he's got sacked fumbled and he lost four points off of that I mean that's disappointing uh, but I, I definitely do not think this is going to define James Robinson I think they're, this is just an outlier game they're using him in every way they're trying to figure they, him out they, they they really are I think they really like him he seems start him every week I think he's a must-start almost every week. LaVisca Chenault, rookie wide receiver. Yep. He's starting to earn his own name and become a fantasy-viable wide receiver because they, not only are is he not catching passes, he's picking up rushes. Right now, he is the spellback for James Robinson, and when he's not the spellback, he is a lead wide receiver, especially when DJ Chark is being underperformed and, at this point. And he's hurt, and you don't know when DJ Chark is going to come back. Yes. So they, they need an option. Keenan Cole... Also had a deep ball that was very close to him scoring a touchdown. Uh, unfortunately, it was a little overthrown, but keep an eye on those wide receivers. Yes. Now, on the Arizona Cardinals versus the New York Jets, uh, I mean, it, it was a textbook game for the Cardinals. They played good. They ran the ball effectively. Uh, they passed the ball effectively. John J. Hopkins had his. The only storyline to this game is, one, Adam Gase is not fired. Two, Chase Edmonds had a touchdown. Kenyon Drake finally found the end zone himself. His, his first touch, 29 yards for a touchdown. The, what's uh, his number? Chase Edmonds? Yes. 29, baby. Oh, there you I'm go. Just I, just, I just wanted and, to point it out. Of course. I love Chase Edmonds. And I still don't understand why they do not use Chase Edmonds more. Yes, in the passing game, he's he's obviously out-touched him drastically. I think it's 23 to 6 or something. Um, but... They need to run the ball with him more. Kenyon Drake has been looking very underwhelming, not explosive. Edmonds is the better back there. For some reason, when Kenyon Drake is in the game, the play calling becomes vanilla for him. Like they're getting, they're giving him runs up the middle. They're give, they're not even, they're putting him in pass protection. He's not picking up the dump offs. He's not getting any targets. It's weird. And then once all of a, all of a sudden, Chase Edmonds comes in, the script gets flipped. Uh, you see a lot of jet sweeps, touch passes, uh, a, a lot of creativity when he's on the field. And I don't know what happens when it flips that. Uh, that changeover. The, the changeover in offense is. is ridiculous. Yeah. When either of them is on the field, I don't know how that happens. Uh, I mean, but. Again, the story of this is Adam Gase is still not fired. <laughs> uh, Carolina Panthers, I don't want to say decimated, but they uh, convincingly beat the newly no-head-coached uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. The The main story in this game is going to be Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater is a for-real quarterback. He looks good. He's got great weapons on the outside. DJ Moore, he had his own stat line that he finally rose up to the occasion, but Mike Davis had his 16 carries, 89 yards, fantastic handful of catches for a touchdown. And Mike Davis has filled the role of Christian McCaffrey and, fantastically. And Robbie Anderson has been playing great. I, I do have one question for you. Let's hear it. So, so Michael Thomas has been out. There's going to be a bye week next week. So if you have Michael Thomas after five, six weeks, you're going to have 3.2 points. Total. 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 Correct. Would you even consider if I threw you Robbie Anderson for Michael Thomas, would you consider that? A one for one. A one for one yeah, at this point. So if you are one and four, that. it is. It is. Would you consider it? 
Because if you're looking at Robbie Anderson right now, he's probably in the top five wide receivers. He is. And so, and then you have a guy who's a three point two. You're one one and four or zero oh and five. I mean, you're you're going to be struggling. You need a win. You I can't, can't deal can't with buy. I can't imagine you, you doing that. Okay, what, I can't what would what would you need? You want you want and if you're if you're one and five one and four sorry or zero oh and five at this point, uh, you you need a, probably a running back. You probably a Saquon. You were probably a CMC, and you weren't able to get Mike Davis on her. Uh, you you'd probably have to get Robbie Anderson and some type of running back that you could potentially Freeman. put. Yes, Freeman the, and the Anderson. You take deal, it. deal. Okay, deal. At that point, you, you're kind of desperate. You need some wins. You need, you need some a points. win, or it's over. Yeah, I mean, you can hold for Michael Thomas, but at that point, you're basically hoping you just don't get last place. If you're one and four right now, you obviously don't listen enough. No, you, no. you need to listen, because I mean, I'm doing great. Are Ask me you, how I'm doing. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Oh, okay. You should listen because we know what's up. Yeah, exactly. Now, Todd Gurley, he had his own 100-yard game off 14 carries and a touchdown. He looks like he's finally coming back in his own, and uh, they're, they're giving him touches for the first time uh, in a few games, and now he looks great. But the storyline in this game, that young hook who, for the first time in his career, Failed to recover an onside kick. He was oh, six for six up to this God. moment, and now he is done. That's depressing. It is. It is a little depressing. Now, of course, we that leads us to Monday Night Football, which is currently going on right now. We got a nice rough in the passer. Congratulations to the Saints. But let's hop in to the waiver wire segment. Oh. Waiver wire God. So right now, Travis. Full game, three percent owned, and after a monster game, a lot of people are going to be point chasing for him. Do you agree or disagree right now? I, I'm not going to point chase for him. I, I would. I'm going to stay away from him. Uh, more interested in uh, what are you doing? I, I want to hear your your opinion on Fulgham. Right okay, now. you mentioned Michael Thomas. Yes. If I'm a Michael Thomas owner mm-hmm. and I can't get a wide receiver for Michael Thomas. If I can't trade him and pick up decent value, you're forced to go for somebody like Travis Fulgham right now. So, you, you need points right away. Okay, so so I'm going to give you another guy on the waiver wire that okay. I want to talk about. Would you rather have Fulgham or Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks. Okay, so so you're going Cooks first then. You want I Cooks first. I mean, okay. Cooks, uh, he's also on our waiver wire god list. So, he's 44% owned. So, I mean, it's, it's a little bit less likely you're going to find him. Okay, so you're not going to go and throw a big waiver claim out there, obviously. For, for either Fulgham. of them, no. Okay. No, you want to kind of pick them up after claims went through. Okay, so there, is there anyone that you want to do that with? Is Throw your waiver claim up, put a good amount of fab on, anything like that. For wide receivers? For, for anybody. For right now, Brandon Cooks, I'd put a waiver claim for him. Okay. Chase Claypool... I want. I kind of want to hear what happens to Deontay Johnson, but there is no news on him yet. But if you need a wide receiver, if you need a big play guy, Claypool is going to be a guy. I would not be upset at somebody throwing the waiver claim, throwing a little bit of fab his way. Okay, understandable. And it looks like Keenan Allen just got hurt. Huh? Back injury. Oh, questionable return. It's not a good sign. If you get a back injury, you're not coming back. That's that's not a good sign right there. Um, Yeah. So, Teddy Bridgewater, 55% owned. You need a quarterback. I'm comfortable. Okay. Weaker division. Right now, the best team in that division, uh, in my opinion, is going to be the Buccaneers. The Saints, they, they've been getting drived on by 
average teams. You saw them lose to the Raiders, of course. Who I mean, they took out the Chiefs, so I mean, you can't necessarily sleep no, on them right now. Them. Right now, the Chargers are doing their own thing against them right now, getting the ball onto the two yard line after a massive gain. A massive, massive Herbert little huck. Looks so good. So Jeez. I mean, r- right now. The Saints defense is suspect. Buccaneers defense is also suspect to a point. And uh, now we have the Falcons, who they destroyed. So right now, Teddy Bridgewater is a solid fantasy starter. I don't want to even say he's a streamer. You can kind of keep him for a while, too. Yeah, definitely feel 100% comfortable with that. Especially if you're a Matt Ryan owner who posted, what, six, seven points this week? I mean, I, I I can't imagine you wanting to keep Matt Ryan at this point. It's pretty brutal right now for him it, it, it doesn't look good um yeah it, it's not a pretty sight as it was that a mike williams touchdown yes that is sir Ooh. mike williams entered the stat sheet so my guy on this waiver wire is i think you know who it is i already know chase edmonds 64 percent owned i drafted him almost every single league it's just a hold and uh i a hundred percent think Chase Edmonds will take over that role by the end of the year. Chase Edmonds is currently a low-end flex right now. If you yep. start him, I do not blame you. He gets decent amount of playing time. He gets decent looks. He gets decent touches. He gets decent catches. I think he's a good play. He's getting more and more, talked about more and more. As you can see, his waiver wire is going up 64%. And I think last time we talked to him, it was like 30% yes, or something. Yes, so I, I mean, it. it just keeps moving up over and over and over again. The hype is getting starting to get a little hype it's getting pretty real yes now i do want to mention chase claypool is 15 percent owned i definitely do not uh blame everybody for anybody for trying to want to pick him up and start him in the roster roethlisberger likes six six four guys he likes guys that can catch those back shoulder throws he did that quite a few times and uh with the injuries happening on that team and his playmaking ability that we've seen so far he's a fantasy starter and a a fantasy relevant player I do want to add Jamal Williams to the list. Okay. So he he gets 40% playing time. It's not bad. And he's Mm -hmm. 15% owned. And with the way the Packers are airing it out a little, you're starting to see him creep up a little bit on Aaron Jones' playing time. You've seen them both in the game in dual RB sets the most the N- most in the NFL so he if he is on the field he has opportunity to make some plays he had eight carries last game he had multiple games with over eight carries he has multiple games with over three catches if you're going to do that then you deserve to be on a fantasy roster but if anything happens to uh Aaron Jones then he is immediately inserted in the wide receiver one to low end RB two category. I like it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anything else we got to add? Of course, next episode, we're going to be discussing a lot of buy trade sell because at this point you either make or break your season. You got to make a move at this point or, uh, and hopefully we're going to have a little bit more updates on the headlines. Hopefully it makes a whole lot more sense on what you want to do throughout your week. Yeah, absolutely. And there should be a green screen episode hopefully out this week sometime. Later. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, right right after we finish recording this episode, we're going to start setting up the green screen, start playing around with it. Hopefully we can get a scene out for everybody to watch. Absolutely. All right. See you guys next time. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. 
Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 